Welcome back to Rams Up, your Los Angeles Rams podcast. We're a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover just about any SoCal sports team, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. The Rams defeat the Arizona Cardinals 20-12. This is a game that probably shouldn't have been this close. Allen Robinson couldn't hold on to a touchdown pass. The Rams settle for a field goal. Cooper Cup can't hold on to a touchdown pass. I wouldn't call that one a drop, but it's a catch Cooper Cup usually makes, that's for sure. And then Cam Akers fumbles at the goal line. So this could have easily been a blowout. But then from the Cardinals' perspective, how many passes did they drop? We blocked one of their punts. They were shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. Rams pulled out 20-12 to and improved to 2-1. and And like I said, shouldn't have been that difficult. My prediction for the game was Rams 27, Cardinals 17. Oh, so close. Cam Akers hangs onto that ball. I would have been almost spot on. I'll review my fearsome four keys to this game. And number one, far and above everything else, was make Kyler Murray a pocket passer. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out. The announcers called that out right from the get-go. Everybody knows that. Don't let him hurt you with their legs. The Rams seem to adapt a strategy much like they did against the Bills. Bend, don't break. Discipline, pass, rush. Keep Murray in the pocket. And we checked all those boxes. Murray was in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, he scrambled a little bit. But I think our edge rushers actually did an incredible job, a disciplined pass rush, keeping him in the pocket, frustrating him a little bit. You know, Kyler Murray always looks frustrated, actually. I've mentioned that before. I just don't like his vibe as a team leader. But hey, that's just me. So that was my clear, fearsome key number one to this game. My second key was keep our running game going. And Cam Akers really stepped up in the second half. Now he had the oopsie there at the end. He's unfortunately starting to build quite a resume of key fumbles, and that's not good. We don't want it to be a mind game thing with him. But that said, he had a very good game. Rams running game finally picked it up. I was just about to say, our running game sucks. And then they had that drive with Cam Akers. Uh, I think he had six carries, 50 plus yards on the one drive, and he was the one that scored. So... Checkbox number two. Here's some key number three. I did pretty good on these. A cornerback needs to step up, and Darion Kendrick stepped up, didn't he? And I'll mention him a little bit later when I get to my game balls segment. And here's some key number four. Well, I'm not sure if we can check this box. No destructive plays. We got away with one, the fumble at the goal line. But at that point in the game, I felt pretty good about our chances at that point. I mean... I'm not saying I wasn't stressing. I didn't have a concern. It would have been nice to go up 27 to 9, that's for sure. So did we avoid destructive plays? I guess I can't say we can't. But three of these four, we checked those boxes, and that's why we won the game. A lot in part to Ben Skowronik's contributions, that's for sure. It was so enjoyable watching people on Twitter uh, walk back their opinions of Number 18, Ben Skowronik, led the team in receiving yards, and boy, did he lay down some blocks. Had a key catch as well, ended up being the drive that 
Cam Akers turned the ball over on, but still, Ben Skowronik is arriving along with a couple other guys. I'll talk about them in our Players of the Game segment, but go quickly through some key stats. Stafford, 18 for 25 with no interceptions. He was really disciplined with the ball, spot on, missed a couple of deep balls. Other than that, he was on target all day long. He had a miscommunication with Robinson on the one play. Robinson and Cup both had the sort of kind of drops. Well, Robinson's definitely was Cup's borderline. It's just it's just a natural thing at this point to give Cooper Cup the benefit of the doubt, isn't it? Last week he had a fumble. This week, uh, he should have squeezed that. Should have been a touchdown. Akers finished with 5.1 yards per carry. The team had 20 rushes for exactly 100 yards and two TDs, Cup and Akers. The leading receiver, who was the leading receiver? Who were the top two receivers? Didn't see this coming. Ben Skaronik, four catches for 66 yards. Higby, four catches for 61. Brandon Powell had three catches. He may have supplanted Tutu Atwell in some regards, although they did get Atwell out there for the deep ball. But Powell getting involved in the offense, finally. And Cooper Cup, his various streaks he had going, they were all broken. He had four catches for 44 yards and one rushing TD. And I can guarantee you, he does not care. On the defensive side, who led the team in tackles? How about this? Darion Kendrick, nine tackles, followed by Ramsey. And Aaron Donald and Terrell Lewis both had sacks. Aaron Donald, his 100th, the fastest ever for a defensive tackle in the history of the National Football League. For the Cardinals, Murray actually had a good day statistically, but no TDs. 37 for 58, 314 yards, could not get his team into the end zone. Cardinals were held to 71 yards rushing. Murray had just eight. Hollywood Brown, man, was he was on fire. 14 catches for 140 yards. He was really all they had. Zacherts had a couple of key catches, but... He also struggled hanging on to the ball a couple of times. And actually, in the defense of Cardinal receivers, Murray wasn't real accurate in this game. He had a couple of throws, several throws that were a little bit off target. What does it all mean? The Rams improved a two-in-one, and it's so important as they head for another divisional road game at San Francisco. Cardinals slipped to one and two. The only undefeated teams in the NFC at the moment, the Philadelphia Eagles, three and oh. The Giants playing Monday night 2-0. The Giants, yes, the Giants. And they could be 3-0 or 2-0-1 by the time you hear this. Rams get the win. We have three more segments coming up. We have our game capture. We have a review of my fearsome four big plays of the game, as well as game balls being handed out. And then, lastly, our loop around the league. When I have spare time on my hands, one of the things I like to do to relax and chill is get on YouTube and listen to some of my favorite bands, live performances from back in the day. It's just a great way to relax. And when I do so, I use my Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gel tips, and they have a perfect in-ear fit. They give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They have three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, and noise isolation. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 
to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. Let's capture this game possession by possession for you. Rams kicked off Arizona's first possession, three and out, and Michael Hoyt blocks the punt, sticking out his left hand, just getting enough of it. The Rams recover at the Cardinal 40, and they get down to the four-yard line. Allen Robinson can't hang on to what would probably have been a touchdown pass, and the Rams have to set off with the field goal. 3 nothing Rams. Arizona's second possession, another three and out. Brandon Power turns the punt 22 yards. Rams go on a seven-play, 63-yard drive, culminated by a 20-yard jet sweep by Cooper Cup. Big play on that drive. Matthew Stafford scrambles for a first down. Rams up 10-0. Arizona's next possession, yet another three and out. Rams get the ball at their own 20. Kendall Blanton and Ben Skowronik both pick up big receptions, 28 and 26 yards respectively. But Cooper Cup cannot hang on to a touchdown pass. I'm not going to call it a drop but it's a ball Cooper Cup usually catches. Rams have to settle for a 40-yard field goal. They're up 13-0. Next drive, Terrell Lewis gets a sack. Ramsey breaks up a pass to Zach Ertz. And once again, the Cardinals are punting. But the Rams also go three and out. Stafford, too long to 2-2 Atwell on a long pass. Rams punt. The Cardinals down 13-0 go on an 18-play drive. Really shoot themselves in the foot a couple of times, though, with penalties and drop passes. But they do convert two fourth downs on the drive, but end up settling for a field goal to make it 13-3. Rams get the ball back, 151 left in the half. And you're thinking, you know what, let's just pick up a first down and get to the locker room up 13-3. But the Rams can't do it, have to punt. And sure enough, Kyler Murray hooks up with Greg Dorsch for a 31-yard pass reception. And the Cardinals get the field goal as time runs out. And they go to the half down only 13-6. to Rams should really be up 21-6 to at this point. Those two would-be touchdown passes costing us four points in each case. But of course, the Cardinals, they could say the same thing. They had a punt blocked. And they've dropped, I think it was five passes. But 13-6 at the half. And by the way, on that Cardinals' third possession, Aaron Donald picks up his 100th sack. The second half, Rams get the ball first. Stafford is sacked, and it's a three and out for the Rams. They punt. Arizona, after a penalty on the return, start out at their own 11. They go on a 15-play drive, but have to settle for a 49-yard field goal, making it interesting at 13-9. The Rams ensuing possession. Rams take over at their own 25. A holding call sets them back to first and 20. Akers breaks off a nine-yard run. Stafford overthrows Cup deep. Actually, I think it was a mix-up. Cup turning left. Stafford throwing it over his right shoulder. But Stafford finds Higby for a 26-yard gain on a screen pass. Akers breaks off runs of 5 and 14 yards. And Akers, he's carrying the workload on this drive, and he finishes with a 14-yard touchdown run, and the Rams are up 20-9. Cardinals down by 11 now. Moving into the fourth quarter, they drive into Rams territory, but Darion Kendrick breaks up a pass on fourth and four. 
and it appears the Rams are in really good shape. And they put together probably their best drive of the day, really mixing it up. Ben Skowronik picks up 30 yards in one play. Akers picks up 13. They get all the way down to the two-yard line, and Akers fumbles. Now, he put himself in a bad position trying to spin and reach for the goal line, and he got popped. He just needs to know not to expose himself in that situation. Hey, taking another down, runs another 30 seconds off the clock, and the Rams should have been happy with that turns the ball over, and Arizona has the ball at the Rams three, and they are able to drive for a 31-yard field goal. And with 107 left, they're trying an onside kick. They're down 20-12, to and Matt Prater pops the ball up in the air, and Tyler Higby secures it, and the Rams escape with a 20-12 to win and a 2-1 record. Football is back, baby. We're back to seeing Stafford slinging beautiful balls all over the field to Cooper Cup. And hey, if you're heading out to watch a game with a group of friends, maybe hitting your favorite sports bar, why not look your best? You need to get your hands on Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is included in their best valued bundle yet ever, Manscaped's Pocket Rockets, which also, by the way, includes the Weed Whacker, which I talked about last month. And you know, a lot of people don't realize this about the lawnmower. It is great for facial trimming, your beard, your mustache, your neck. That's how I use it. And it's waterproof. You just jump into the shower, no mess to clean up in your bathroom or on your vanity, and off you go. Just holding the lawnmower in your hand, you can tell the quality and it does an excellent job. I'm telling you, I use it on a regular basis now. So the Pocket Rocket Package includes, among other things, the lawnmower and the weed whacker. This has got to be a Super Bowl winning roster, but don't take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code RAMSUP. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code RAMSUP. Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. Back to the Rams' 20-12 win over the Arizona Cardinals. Let's talk about the fearsome four big plays of the game. My four key plays, like I've told you before, I've mentioned many times, two fairly evenly matched teams. The team that wins the four big plays typically wins the game. And I'm going to save my number one play for last because it was really special. So I'll start with number two. The Rams leading 20-9 early in the fourth quarter. Darion Kendrick breaks up a pass on fourth and four. Cardinals were really on the move, smelling a comeback, and Kendrick shut it down. That was Murray trying to get the ball to Hollywood Brown again, and the rookie stepped up. Last week, Kobe Durant stepped up. This week, Darion Kendrick, like I mentioned in the YouTube video I dropped last night, we have two pretty talented young cornerbacks. Big play number three, hey, the blocked punt. That set the tone for the early part of the game. Michael Hoyt getting his left hand, setting up the Rams in great field position. And we only got three points out of it, but still, that was just a big momentum changer. You know, when you're a team like the Cardinals trying to find a way to beat the Rams, a team that has pretty much dominated you, plays like that can really suck the air out of you. And I think it did a little bit. That's my key play number three. And key play number four, uh, I'm going to hand it to the Cardinals. And it's not just one single play. It's those 
two fourth down conversions really kept the Cardinals alive. Oh, that was very painful to watch. It was part of that Rams bend, don't break strategy. That one I'm going to throw in the Cardinals corner, key play number four. The biggest play of the game was pretty clear to me. There were about four minutes left in the third quarter. Rams up 13 to nine. The Cardinals had scored nine straight points. They had gone on drives of 19, eight and 16 plays. Rams hadn't had a first down in forever. And the Rams are faced with a third and 11 on the prospect of punting again. The Cardinals bring the pressure. Stafford spins out of the pressure and throws a dart to Cooper Cup, barely for the first down. And the Rams keep the drive alive and they end up scoring, going up 20 to 9. If the Rams had punted in that situation or if Stafford had gotten sacked, I don't know. I think our chances of winning that game take a serious hit. And Stafford, got to give him credit. That That is not a play that Stafford typically makes. He stepped up, made a great play, and that is my clear play of the game. Game balls. Now, I already went through this on my YouTube video. I'll go through it again. Number one, Michael Hoyt for the blocked punt. Pretty simple. What more needs to be said about that? Number two, I already talked about Stafford. He was spot on, very accurate, didn't make any mistakes, overthrew a couple of long balls. Other than that, Matthew Stafford stepped up and had his best game of the year. No touchdown passes. I don't care. And how about Tyler Higby? Those screenplays, devastating. I think Higby is so successful on the screenplays because he doesn't outrun his blockers. He's very good at setting them up and getting yardage that at first look, you don't think he's going to get it, but there he goes. Higby, very effective in the screen game. And hey, securing that onside kick, just icing on the kick. And how about Darion Kendrick last week? Kobe Durant stepped up this week. Darion Kendrick, they were going after him. Kendrick was on Marquise Brown a lot. And that fourth and four play where Kendrick came through and swatted the ball away. And, you know, he gave up some receptions. But overall, for a rookie in his first start, got to give him a game ball. And how about my guy, Ben Skowronik, the best blocker on the team, perhaps. Starting to develop in the receiving game. Had a really big catch. Leading receiver in the game. Remember that. How much do you love having a guy like Skowronik on your side when you're going up against a so-called super physical team? Like the 49ers, can't wait to see Skowronik lay some wood in that game. In my last game ball, I got to give it to Jalen Ramsey. Boy, he showed up to play. Secondary is depleted. And you know, he just told that team, I got this. I'm shutting this offense down if I have to do it by myself. And he almost did at times. In coverage, tackling. Jalen Ramsey playing with the intensity we expect week in and week out. He brought it against the Cardinals, and he's my number one guy. He gets the game ball above all these other guys. He stepped up, and we really needed him with all these guys in the secondary out. And I should say, I was going to give Cam Akers a game ball, but I'm going to have to retract that. But I feel much better about our running game after Akers' performance. As far as my coach's corner, the Rams took a delay of game and then called a timeout. And this is one of those things McVay does, and I don't get it. It's just really bad management. But, hey, we give Cooper Cup a pass when he screws up. I'm going to give McVay a pass, but he really needs to improve. 
and his clock management and his use of timeouts. The refs, uh, I just want to call out the one play. They missed the face mask. It was pretty clear. Not a big deal. That happens. And the announcers, you know, there was that one play, uh, the short yardage play, and Mark Sanchez said, oh, they're running it up the gut here. They're, they are running it up the gut. That's what they're going to do. And I was like, no, they're not. No, they're not. And that's the play they hit Skyronic for the big gain. So I don't know, maybe Mark Sanchez trying to be a little bit of Tony Romo up there. Uh, I didn't think they were going to hand it off in that situation. So Rams up one, Sanchez zero. Next, we will wrap things up with our loop around the league. NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-gay parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's wrap things up with our loop around the league. Browns 29, Steelers 17 on Thursday night. And you know, I'm guilty of not giving the Browns credit. They are a pretty good football team. Nick Chubb, 23 rushes for 113 yards and a TD. Browns are actually pretty good. And Jacoby Brissett getting it done. If what I saw wasn't a mirage, I think the Browns are going to compete for a playoff spot. The Steelers, not so much. Colts 20, Chiefs 17. Matt Ryan leads the Colts on a 16-play, 71-yard drive. They score with 24 seconds left for the win. And, you know, we should have saw this coming. My special assistant called this game out. He said, don't touch the Chiefs. Before the season started, what did we think of the Colts and what did we think of the Chiefs? We thought they were both Super Bowl contenders. Good chance they're both going to win their division. Colts get out of the gate. They stumble, look pretty bad. Chiefs, meanwhile, roar out to a 2-0 record. Kind of a lucky win against the Chargers. The Chiefs are favored by 6.5. I don't know. We should have saw this coming. Colts and Chiefs, a pretty even matchup, right? At least a couple weeks ago they would have been. And sure enough, the Colts, the desperate team, pull out the win. Ravens 27, Patriots 26, Lamar Jackson 4, passing TDs, rushed for another. Mac Jones threw three interceptions. Mac Jones of the top 100 players list. Panthers 22, Saints 14. Jameis Winston doubled Baker Mayfield in passing yardage. Didn't matter. Panthers break a nine-game losing streak. The Bears 23, Texans 20. Game was tied 2020. Texans were trying to drive for a game-winning field goal. Roquan Smith intercepts with a minute left, and the Bears kicked the winning field goal. Dolphins 21, Bills 19. It's interesting. Uh, a friend of mine told me just uh, several days ago, who's going to beat the Bills? 
is there really any team that can stand up to the Bills? And my reply was, you know, it's a long season. A lot can happen. People get hurt. Teams go into slumps. Other teams get hot. You just never know. And sure enough, Dolphins pull out the win. Bills may not even win their division. Bills lose Micah Hyde for the year, by the way. That was before the game. Josh Allen actually had a receiver open in the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown and just threw a horrible pass, threw it straight into the ground, and the Dolphins held on. Vikings 28, Lions 24. I watched a lot of this game. Jared Goff playing really well. Lions, very exciting. Now, over the course of this game, Dan Campbell was going for it on fourth down a few times and was successful several times late in the game. They're at the Vikings. I think it was the 31, fourth down, fourth and one. Might have been fourth and two, really short yardage. And they go for it and they don't get it. And then, boom, Vikings connect on a long pass, the game winner, and they win. Really a bad loss for the Lions. They look like the better team. I think they're going to be back. Tough loss on the road, though. They should have won this game. Bengals 27, Jets 12. Joe Burrow and the Bengals were not going to go 0-3. We all knew that, right? Titans 24, Raiders 22. The Raiders looking like a sort of jinx team. Both teams came in 0-2, and the Raiders remain winless. They just seem jinxed, the Raiders do. Their great tight end, Waller, couldn't secure a fourth-quarter touchdown pass. It bounced up and was intercepted. Raiders came back and got the TD, needed the two-point conversion to tie it up and couldn't get it done. Eagles 24, Commanders 8. Eagles are looking scarier every week. Devonta Smith, 169 yards receiving and a touchdown. Seems like every week it's a different player for them. This game really surprised me. Jags 38, Chargers 10. I thought the Chargers might struggle, but they really laid an egg. A Brandon Staley defense giving up that many points. Really weird. Packers 14, Bucks 12. Now, these are two teams a lot of people calling out as Super Bowl contenders. I do not have a lot of faith in either of their offenses. Now, the Bucks have some guys hurt, so maybe they'll be back. Maybe they'll get better. They needed a two-point conversion at the end of the game to send it into overtime. Couldn't get it done, much like the Raider-Titan game. But both these teams, I don't know, it's kind of an ugly game. Packers hang on for the win. Falcons 27, Seattle 23. The Rams held Cordell Patterson in check last week. The Seahawks did not. 141 yards rushing on just 17 carries. And Drake London, the rookie, another TD. And the best game of the day, aside from the Rams win, the Broncos 11, the Niners 10. This one really has to hurt Niner Nation. Niner defense pretty much controlling this game. Russell Wilson Kind of looking like the quarterback I predicted he would be. Not really that effective. I mean, the Niners are a good defense, but how good are they? We're not sure yet. They opened up against three of the worst offenses in the league. The Bears, the Seahawks, and now the Broncos. Broncos, maybe not one of the worst, but they have a lot of proven to do in my eyes. Jimmy G looked a little unsettled. Stepped out of the back of the end zone for a safety Threw an ill-advised pass late in the game that was intercepted. And then the Niners got the ball back again and fumbled it away. Makes no sense that they can't close out games like this. It's good news for the Rams. So Seahawks fall to 1-2. and two, Cardinals fall to 1-2. and two, Niners 1-2. and two, And your Los Angeles Rams atop the NFC West at 2-1 and one with that Monday night showdown in San Francisco coming up. Santa Clara actually. 
We will have a preview of that game Thursday, maybe a day late since the game's on Monday. But look for some YouTube drops in our YouTube channel. Check it out. Dropped one there last night. We'll drop another one later this week. That game next week with the Niners, super important. You know, it's more important to the Niners than it is to the Rams. This is a critical game for them. Their back's against the wall, much like the Colts were this week against the Chiefs. So they're going to bring it, but I like our chances. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also leave us a voicemail from our website. Don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It's really appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube Royalty Free Music Audio Library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.